Hey everybody, this is Rafe Telsch, and this is Have Not Seen This Beyond the Screen. And a happy Monday to everybody. Sorry for missing an episode last week. I set these up to come out on Monday because Sunday is usually a really convenient day for me to be able to sit down and record for a few minutes and kind of chat with you about things. And I totally spaced on the fact that last Sunday was the 4th of July and that I would not be home trying to go out and actually do some uh, 4th of July festivity type stuff. I went out in public. Uh, that made me a little anxious. That made me a lot anxious, but I went out and tried to take in some fireworks and be a little patriotic and such. Um, so we didn't have an episode, but you had a regular episode during the week to make up for it. And, uh, that, that'll, that's the hope. I mean, these things may not be a regular thing, but they'll be somewhat regular and I'm, I'm happy to sit down and, and chat with you. Uh, but because I missed last week, I missed talking about last week's Friday Inquiry. Now, this was related to Roger Rabbit, and the Friday Inquiry that week was asking, if they made a sequel of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, what cartoon would you like to see appear? Uh, on Facebook, where I have not seen this podcast, got the response from Joe McDonald saying Porky Pig, which is an interesting choice considering he did actually appear in the first one as well. Over on Twitter, where we're at Have Not Seen This, James Rodriguez said, Pikachu, please. And I kind of expected that, that like the Pokemon and stuff that we haven't seen yet, uh, you know, stuff that obviously wouldn't have fit into that 1940s motif of the original Roger Rabbit might be able to show up in Toontown or such. But Thomas Mariani uh, at Not The Who's Tommy on Twitter gave an interesting response. It didn't really answer the question, but he said the perfect idea for a sequel really would be setting it around the turn of the new millennium as digital animation from Pixar and DreamWorks starts putting 2D tunes out of work. Perfect background for a neo-noir crime story. And as I said, that doesn't really answer the question about what character we'd like to see, but that's actually a really solid idea for a sequel to to move it forward. Now, obviously, we would lose, you know, the characters that we had from, from, the, from the first movie, although who knows, maybe tunes are eternal. Maybe tunes don't age and therefore Roger would still be around. I mean, we saw Betty Boop uh, because she couldn't make the transition to color, but there was no indication that she was older. So maybe we could still have Roger and Jessica and Baby Herman and those kind of characters interacting with a new detective in this neo-noir crime story. I really like that idea. Also, the conflict between the 3D animation, the computer animation, and the 2D tunes. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to see the hand-drawn animation because I'm looking at the trailers for the Space Jam sequel that comes out, I think, next week, and I'm just not as impressed with that as I was with the way they integrated 2D animation in to the original Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Now, obviously, what I really don't want is a sequel. I'm happy not having a sequel, and uh, I think we, we we kind of agree on that. But if there was to be a sequel, Thomas has got the right idea for that. This week, we talked a little bit about I Love You, Man. And so the Friday inquiry for that was related to that. And I asked a question related to that movie. I talked on the podcast about how much I really enjoyed Sidney Fife, you know, that character played by Jason Siegel, and how I'd like to have a friend like that. And I asked, what is a film character you'd love to have as a friend? And over on Facebook, uh, Luke Kunka 
brother of the guest of that episode, said the easy one is Paul Rudd, of course, but I could see myself picking Bill Paxton's character, Private Hudson, from Alien. And I had to respond to that just to say, is there a particular Paul Rudd character or just Paul Rudd in general? To which he responded, how about Ant-Man? What a fun guy, even if he was uh, or is a criminal. And also just Paul Rudd in general. So I think we all just want to have Paul Rudd as a friend, and I totally can understand that. Over on Twitter, I asked the same question, and Thomas Mariani replied there for this week's question, saying Poppy from Happy Go Lucky would be the best hang. She has the infectious, joyful spirit of a Paddington, helped by being portrayed by Sally Hawkins. He put a nice picture there of her, which I appreciate because I don't know that movie, so I don't know that character. So I'll I'll go along with having Paul Rudd as a friend, because who wouldn't want to have a Paul Rudd as a friend? But I'm going to have to check out Happy Go Lucky in order to understand Thomas's answer. Now, you'll notice my answer selection this week was rather small because I didn't go over to Reddit with these questions, knowing that I was going to have two to talk about on this week's show. So I kind of kept it limited to just the followers of the show, of which there are plenty, not enough responses. So that tells me maybe I do need to keep posting them to Reddit or do something to get you, encourage you guys to uh, to respond to those. But some great answers. Really appreciate that. As always, I put the Friday inquiries up on <gasps> Friday of all days. Uh, you can catch us at Have Not Seen This on Twitter and on Facebook, Have Not Seen This Podcast. It'll be a question related usually to that week's movie. Speaking of this week's movie, we are going back into the 80s again for a classic from my childhood, which I'm really excited about. The conversation was fantastic, and that movie is The Goonies. Now, there is a little bit of a somber note about talking about this movie, since its director, Richard Donner, just passed away within the past couple of weeks. But the movie itself is still just so much fun and a great conversation about that. I can't wait for you guys to hear that on Thursday. So last thing I want to talk about today for this Beyond the Screens is Black Widow. Because Black Widow just came out this weekend, talking a little bit about a new release. Uh, and a lot of people went to see it. It made a decent amount of money at the box office. But Disney Plus also made it available for its premiere rate there, which is, you know, $30 or so. Uh, and that's the route I went. I went ahead and paid for it on Disney Plus rather than going to a theater. And I know I just said at the beginning of this that I went out in public and enjoyed some fireworks. But I'm still just not ready. That was outdoors. I'm not ready to go sit in a the theater yet. It still makes me a little nervous. Give me a couple more weeks, maybe I'll feel better about it, but I'm just, I'm just paranoid about it. But I, so anyway, I've checked out Black Widow. I actually just finished watching it a, a little while ago. I enjoyed it. I won't go into spoilers here. I'll keep it spoiler free, but I enjoyed it. It is a decent entry into the MCU. It's not the most fun entry into the MCU, but it's been two years since we've had a new film. And while that time has been passed wonderfully, you know, this year with WandaVision, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and now Loki, which is going to finish up this week, and I probably will talk about that next week. Um, it was nice to have the feature-length experience again. Uh, I think there are ways in which this movie helped enrich the character of Black Widow, which was, you know, a long time coming. I think there are ways that this movie does not help the character of Black Widow, specifically in how her sacrifice in Endgame becomes a little more problematic due to the events of this movie. But that's my opinion. Uh, but overall, I liked it. I will warn you, my son did not. 12 years old, he got very restless during some of the more dramatic scenes. Um, I felt like there was a decent amount of action spread throughout the film, but he got very restless and commented a couple of times on how he just wasn't enjoying it. So I suspect it will be one of those uh, a little more divisive response 
MCU movies where some people think it's great and some people think it's, you know, low tier, but I enjoyed it. So that's without going into spoilers, kind of a quick review of Black Widow. I think it's worth a look, although you may want to wait until it does come. I think it's coming to Disney Plus for free in October, which is a couple months away. But I also don't think there's anything in the story that you really have to worry about being spoiled that if you're the type of person who wants to wait, can't can't wait till later. So that's going to do it for this edition of Beyond the Screens. Don't forget to uh, come back on Thursday for our regular conversation this week on The Goonies. And uh, of course, as always, be kind to each other.